The Dr. Taz Show. The podcast, Dr. Taz. Superwoman Wellness. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Taz Show, where on this episode of the show and every episode, I am determined to help you find your own personal superpowers. That's right. I want every woman to be empowered to find the best version of herself. And staying in with that theme, joining me today is Natalia Rose. She's an author and founder of the Natalia Rose Institute. She's a graduate of New York University and a clinical nutritionist. Natalia is the author of nine books, including The Raw Food Detox Diet, The Raw Food Life Force Energy, The New Energy Body, Detox for Women, Emotional Eating SOS, The Rose Cleanse, Recipes for Life for Energy Children, Forever Beautiful, and The Fresh Energy Cookbook. Wow, nine books. That's pretty impressive. After nearly 20 years in private practice in New York City, she moved to Cape Town, South South Africa, where she continues to educate and inspire her clients and students through her books and her live courses about the unparalleled health, beauty, and personal power that can be gained when the body, mind, and spirit are all cleansed. Welcome to the show, Natalia. Oh, thank you, Dr. Chaz. Such a joy to be with you. And I hope I'm saying your name right. I didn't ask you before we started. Am I saying it correctly? Perfectly. Beautifully. I love the way you say it. (laughs) Wonderful. Okay. Natalia, I'm so pleased to have you on the show. And this is a topic that I firmly believe needs a lot more attention. I get asked about this all the time in the patient room. And I think there's just so much confusion about the connection between nutrition, which I know you're a clinical nutritionist, detoxing energy, and then empowerment and how those things kind of relate together. And I think your story is such a great story of why these things are connected and why it's so important to understand this. So let us get to know you. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what your journey was like. And, um, and we want to, we want to understand kind of how you've arrived at providing so many people the tools to make this practical. Okay. It's an amazing question. It it, it takes us deep, Um, but necessity is the mother of invention. And basically I needed to save my own life. I, I was, uh, I was plagued with, all the ills that could, that could possibly plague female kind, whether it was, I mean, for me, it was chronic illness, chronic bronchitis, chronic headaches, chronic bladder infections, cystic acne, mm-hmm. being overweight, having cellulite, being depressed, being foggy headed, everything you could imagine. And I thought to myself, okay, and now this is, this is life at 21. After, wow. after between 13 and 21, I was acutely suffering. And I thought to myself, if this is what people call life, I want out because it doesn't feel good to me and it doesn't feel like anything I can possibly sustain because I was on the Stairmaster for like an hour and a half every day. I was eating according to all the the magazines, the, you know, self and shape and all this at the time, you know, (laughs) and I was like, okay, well, so so I was calorie counting. I was doing everything I was supposed to do in order to have the results that would, you know, would, would sort of show me show me the money, you know, <laughs> I, I should have, I should have by all intents and purposes, by following all those diets and exercising the way I was, I should have been flipping perfect. And I was raised in right. Los Angeles. I was raised in Hollywood. My parents were in the entertainment business. So there's a lot of pressure already. I mean, yeah. I grew up with my mom shopping every day or drive. She was drop dead gorgeous. You know, there was, there was this expectation. So it wasn't just that I was physiologically not um, having this seamless experience. It was on top of all of that. There were all these pressures, like these expectations that I should be perfect. And not only should I, should I be perfect externally, but I should have all these ac- academic accolades and, you know, I should be ticking all of these boxes. And I was just overwhelmed. 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> awful. Thank you. So I thought, okay, this this is un- completely unsustainable, and there has to be a way out. And at that point, I was going to break down a breakthrough, and there was this magical moment. And there's something. This is why I I, I never underestimate the spirits that be and the powers that be, mm-hmm. because I do believe we all have these guardian angels, and we all have this yes. this destiny, and it's this um things, things will appear on our path if we're attuned. And so I, I stumbled upon this book. Uh, the book was fairly inconsequential, but the interview inside the book, it was an interview with the man who would eventually become my mentor. His name is Gil Jacobs. Okay. And I basically, the, the story I tell is I attached myself to him like Velcro to learn everything I possibly could. He was a colon hydrotherapist uh-huh. and he taught the, the virtues of colon cleansing and deep tissue cleansing. I mean, it's funny because his practice was on the Lower East Side in Alphabet City in New York, where you'd like sooner go and get your heroin fixed rather than your health food fix. Right. He had the gold and I mined that gold and he knows I mined that gold and we can laugh about it to this day. Yeah. Um, and, and being a man, he could only take me so far. He took me so far. But then right. in a woman's body, you know, we, we, we have children, we nurse, we, our livers process fats differently, our hormones are different, everything is so different. The fundamentals of human tissue cleansing are the same uh, universally. Mm-hmm. But if, if one wants to probe the depths and get that much further and become unlimited, we do have to play with the dynamics of our gender. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, I want to dive into that much more, but talk, so many people out there watching today may not under, even understand the term tissue cleansing. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you a lot more questions about why you were so sick from 13 to 21. But first, let's explain, you know, what is tissue cleansing? You know, colon hydrotherapy, I think most people by now know and understand the importance and the significance of that. But maybe just uh, catch us up a little bit on tissue cleansing from your perspective, the role of colon hydrotherapy, what this man taught you. Give us a little bit of that. Okay. So it all comes down to the subatomics. And in a healthy atom, and if, if everyone could just kind of stay with me for this, it's a little bit of, um, you know, um, it's, it's, it's- Quantum it's, physics. You're going quantum physics on us. Physics. And then we speak, we obviously like speak the same language. So well, let's go there because if people can get this, they can get everything. They'll be super empowered. And that's what right. you're all about is the, the empowerment of the right. superhero. Right. So, um, so a healthy, a healthy atom has more electrons in the outer belt than it has protons in the nucleus. That makes for a negatively charged, ion, a negative ionically charged atom. And that's a good thing. In this case, negative is a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you have more protons in the nucleus than you have atoms on, uh, electrons in, on the outer belt, you have a positively ionically charged atom. And that's not a good thing. So that's acidic. The, the prior, the, the, the former, is, um, is alkaline. So we've heard a lot about alkalinity. What is alkalinity? Alkalinity is lots of electrons. If you want to think about it in the plainest terms, it's lots of electrons. Electrons are the light generators. They go and they, they, they just basically conduct electromagnetic energy, which is the life force. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when we consume anything that's not a water-containing, organically grown plant food, it's going to be acidic. And the degree to which it's acidic is the degree to which it's been processed, packaged, put in trucks, um, put in crates, put into packaging, um, all these things. So when we consume things like that, that are not water containing alkaline substances, they will adhere to our alkaline tissue. So the human tissue is alkaline. Mm-hmm. Acidis, acidity has a, has a positive ionic charge. The alkalinity has a negative ionic charge. What happens when, an, when a negative meets a positive? 
positive means negative, they attract, right? They magnetize. So the acidity basically sticks in the human tissue, like as Gil used to put it, like glue stuck on you. Mm. And that, that, that matter, when it goes, in, goes into your mouth, it might taste really nice on the palate, but the cells don't like it at all. It basically suffocates them. And the best chance it has, that that acidic matter has of leaving the body is the day you consumed it. After that, it's going to stick in the tissue and the possibility of it leaving is virtually nil. We only actually eliminate about 40 to 60% of what we eat if it's not a water-containing plant food. So, because we're made, we're, we're alkaline. We're basically what, what should happen in a perfect world, alkaline substances would go into the body, they would deliver, they'd offer us up the, the alkalinity, the life force, and they would leave. But that's not what happens. We eat substances that are acidic, they enter right. the body, they clog, they suffocate, and they don't leave. And, doc- and, and, and mainstream doctors will tell you, oh, well, the body knows how to digest this stuff and eliminate it, and don't worry, it will leave. But that's not true. It yeah. sticks in the tissue. And we know this because it's, 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 a, it's an electromagnetic fact. It just is going to stick. So, and, and so the, the, the bad news is there's all this stickiness that happens and all this mucoid plaque that develops and the, the, the saturation in the tissue of all this waste occurs. But the good news is that there's a way to remove it. There's a way out. And, and that is to basically pour alkalinity into the body through green juices, through raw leafy greens. And that will, once again, it will reconstitute. There'll be two things at once. The, the leafy greens, the green juices, they're hydrating and they're alkaline. And mm-hmm. so their hydration will reconstitute while it, it draws up the acidic matter. It will drop it and reconstitute at the same time and get it ready for elimination. That's part one of the formula for, for detoxification. Detoxification wow. is awaken and release. So a lot of people think, oh, okay, well, I've done a green juice diet or I've done three days of green juice or I've, I'm eating my raw foods. That's okay. great, but they just awakened. Now we need to get it out. And because the tissues are so defunct and because the organs are so defunct because of our lineage and we, you know, we're coming in with, with, with you know, half a deck, it's, it's not, you know, we're not, if we were born 2,000 years ago, it would be a totally different scenario. But our, our actual organs and tissues are weak. So mm-hmm. we need help. We need help in the form of colonics to get this waste out. The infrared saunas are amazing. Exercise is amazing. Lymphatic drainage is amazing. But nothing will remove the waste matter like colon hydrotherapy will. We're talking about quantities. We're talking about 12, the, the, the equivalent of 12, personal eliminations in one hour wow. leaving your body. And when you see that stuff leave you, no one could pay you enough money to put that back inside you. It is like, <laughs> and, and no one would say, oh yeah, exactly, keep it. Gil used, used to ask me this question. He used to say to me, you know, Natalia, if you could be given, just because we're talking in terms of, of, of currency, and the currency, of course, is life force. But, but in, our, in our material world, we think of currency in terms of monetary currency. He used right. to say to me, if you could have like $60 million or have this elimination, which would you choose? And of course the answer is I would choose the elimination because mm-hmm. with that elimination comes the inspiration and, and the, 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 the personal value and the worth and all of this that is, is worth so much more than any kind of you know, monetary compensation. But that's what people will only experience once they see this stuff leave them. And then, and then all, everything comes back and it, the, the regeneration can happen. Well, I have a couple things to say. First of all, I've never seen anyone break down quantum physics and chemistry quite as beautifully as you have. So congratulations. Hopefully everybody out there is understanding what she's saying and understanding how these dots connect because 
she is speaking my language as she said, I believe this firmly. I, I know it. I've seen it in the patient room. You know, I do want to talk more about colon hydrotherapy, but you know, when we are not ourselves, when our chemistry is our, is off and she's talking about acidity and electrons and protons and all that other stuff, the bottom line, when your acidity is off, when your chemistry is off, then you literally vibrate, I think, at a different frequency. You know, I think you're at a different energy level. You're at a different light wavelength level, you know, and at the end of the day, we're all kind of energetic beings. And so all of this plays so much into, you know, what we do next, what we attract, you know, what we choose, you know, what career we go into, who we choose as a partner. I mean, all these life decisions, you know, and then I'm so curious, we'll come back to this in just a minute, but I'm so curious about how you connected to previous generations. But I think it's so important, just a basic concept to get is that this acidity, this toxicity, you know, that we're now carrying over time is impacting who we are as people. And it's impacting our energy, the way we vibrate, our frequency, so many other things that make us who we are. So I think that that is, you've put it in such an amazing way. And I'll tell you guys from a patient room standpoint, I have had so many instances, it took me a long time to understand this, but patients would come back after X amount of time, maybe, you know, 90 days or six months or something. They're like, Oh my God, I'm taking a new job. I'm starting this new course. I'm doing this. Like they, it was all rebirth. It was all sort of like they were doing something new, but I'll never forget the one woman who came back and she was intuitive and she's like, yes, like, I don't know what you did, but like the visions are coming every second now. Like it's every, every second. It's like, I'm, I got a whole different level of power that I never had before. And I never, it, those were in the early days of the practice. And I didn't, I just thought she was nuts. I didn't understand what she was saying, but now I get it because again, it's almost like someone had lifted the veils from her and she could do whatever she was gifted to do. So, so it's all connected. I think you explained it beautifully. Break down colon hydrotherapy for us, because I think that's one that I get asked about a lot and I'm not sure I'm delivering the best answer. So break that down. You've already described how it's about 12 eliminations in an hour, which I think is amazing. What else have you seen with that and how often should somebody do something like that? Okay. Well, it's a, it's a, such a big question. It gets me overly excited to talk about colon hydrotherapy. <laughs> so bear with me. But essentially what we're doing is we're, we're reconstituting the waste matter that's in the large intestine and the waste matter can't leave unless it's kinetic. And when it's, when it's dry, it can't be kinetic. So we talk about uh, peristalsis is that muscular contraction in the large intestine. But the peristalsis can only be active if the waste matter is moist. So water makes things kinetic. Water stimulates peristalsis. But if people's colons are dry, then they're not going to move their bowels. So when people are being constipated, and by the way, um, diarrhea is the same thing as constipation because they're just releasing the liquid. It's the matter that needs to leave. So when you, put, when you gently introduce the water to the large intestine, it will it, it basically, imagine you had raisins in a bowl and you pour the water into the raisins. The raisins then become plump, right? So the matter will, is, is dry like a raisin. And then you, you pour the water in. The water sits in the large intestine for a while. There's gentle flow that's happening, so gentle that it can move and go quite deeply into the large intestine without causing any trouble. There, there are various kinds of, of, um, of uh, colonics that are available. I recommend the gravity-fed method because it's so gentle. Pressurized methods push the water in. Gravity doesn't do that. Gravity just, it's, it's the size of a straw. The water's running through. The water's above your head. It's just pulled gently by gravity. It's introduced to the large intestine. The water gets to, to soak. The, the, I should say that the matter gets to soak. The saturation gets to soak. The, uh, the, the accumulated waste matter in large intestine soaks in this water. It's simple, it's simple as water. Um, and as it soaks, 
it gets, um, it basically becomes kinetic. And when it becomes kinetic, the peristalsis kicks in and the body of its own volition, because it's how it's made, it, it, it's designed, starts to kick the waste out and you watch the waste leave through the tube. You can actually see it leave. So you, oh, wow. so you know something's happening. Right. But unless, unless you tee it up, it's not worthwhile. So if you're not eating a cleansing diet to some degree, having a few green juices, not having packaged foods, just very simply like, you know, vegetable centric, green centric, if you're more advanced in terms of your daily intake, you're, you're awakening the waste. And then when you go for the clone hydrotherapy session, it's ready. And all that has to happen is the water goes in and carries the waste out. It's so simple. Awake and release. If, if people take nothing away from this but that formula, awake and release, that is the prize. And then yeah. how often, like, do you do this weekly, monthly? What do you, what do you suggest? It depends on, it depends on how, um, first of all, it depends on the, the acuteness of the condition. So if someone is, is really sick and they're, they're desiring to, to remediate their organism and whatever is needed, then one would want to up the awaken release uh, process. So more green juices, more raw salads, less of the other stuff, and more colonics to back it up. Um, because if you awaken a lot and you don't release it, then you won't feel great. So it's not worth waking it up if you're not going to release it. That's an important point. Um, but, but if, if somebody just wants to like lose a bit of weight, feel a bit better, they're very young, they're in their twenties, you know, maybe they, they were raised in a semi-healthy home and they just want to like, you know, have a healthy life, then maybe they do it once a month, once, once, you know, every couple of, of months. However, given that that is rare for someone to be able to get away with that is rare because what's happened is we're coming in with more defunct organs than ever before because of our lineage. Mm -hmm. So our grandparents were born into, into way healthier organisms than we were. And our grandparents were eating way healthier food. Even if they were eating meat and drinking milk, the milk, the, the, their dairy wasn't um, filled with, right, rife with um, antibiotics and hormones. Their meats weren't jacked up with all this stuff. They, they, it was a different world back then. So they were coming in with, a, with more for, organ fortitude and they were consuming cleaner foods. So that's why they were living so long and they could get away with all this. So you can't really look at your grandmother who was drinking and smoking and lived till she was 90 and said, what do you, what do you think you're doing with this colon hydrotherapy? <laughs> you know? um, in, in our case, we're coming in with defunct organs and we're introduced to stuff. I mean, from formula from, from day one for most kids and you know, breakfast cereals and right. microwave popcorn, all just, I mean, if you think about the stuff that goes, what people really need to do is recapitulate their lives of intake. And when they do that, they'll think, because often people say, well, I eat, I eat healthfully. I, you right. know, the, the healthy is, 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 is um, you know, it, it's so different from everyone. everyone people right. think that something's healthy. They think that, that eating, you know, low-fat yogurt is healthy right. or that eating, you know, a, a rotisserie chicken and salad is healthy. And, and I'm not saying that relative to other things, it's not. It's just that if we're talking about what the tissue wants, and what actually clings to the tissue and will, will create disease. And we have to remember that our, our bodies are, are fully permeable. We're totally porous. So that which is in our gut, you know, if we, this, this term leaky gut, for example, mm -hmm. is, is, is thrown around a lot. It's a very interesting concept. Um, what's so compelling about it is the permeability, the porousness right. of the gut. That which is in the gut is not contained by the gut. It moves throughout the body at large. So, you know, for example, I always go back to this because I think it's so... Um, 
powerful. Doctors will say with Alzheimer's patients, they find protein in the brain and they say, how it got there? They have no idea. What do you mean how and when it got there? We have no idea. The body's porous. It's going to move into the brain. So if there was a lifetime of consuming chicken and meats and all this stuff, it's not going to be contained in the gut. The gut, there's nothing containable in the body. We, the body's one, just like our, the, the humanity is one. Right. You know, where one suffers, the rest aren't going to be well off. Right. Um, so, so this leaky gut thing is, is, is compelling in that sense. And it really brings to light the permeability of everything. Fascinating. So is colon hydrotherapy the only way to release or are there other ways to release? Nothing will be as effective and as the, the, the prolificness of the release is, mm-hmm. is unparalleled and it is nothing else that has the same kind of quantities. So for example, people will get all excited about these foot baths and things. Right. Right. You know, and a little bit will trickle out. Forget it. Unless, you know, and, and Gil used to say, and I have to always, I mean, I, often, I, I, I always love to give credit where credit is due. And yeah. you have a great, and they tell you great things. And this is one of the things he used to say to me. Like, if, if, if you wake up after these foot baths and you're, you know, you're just surrounded in quantities of waste, then great. But yeah. that's not what happens. But when you go for colon hydrotherapy treatment, and what's really exciting about colon hydrotherapy, and I'll forgive me, but I do get really enthusiastic, um, is that when the waste leaves, there's a vacuum. And the vacuum effect, what does a vacuum do? A vacuum sucks up the deeper waste. So people will go for often, um, you know, these, um, uh, um, what's it called? The, um, when they have their, their colons cleaned out for um, a colonoscopy. Yeah. So they'll go for a colonoscopy and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll take the, the, the calcium um, citrate um, or you can actually, people should know this, you can actually have a colonic. Doctors um, you know, won't necessarily encourage you to do this, but if you ask them, can I have a colonic instead of taking the formula, um, it's so uncomfortable, you know, can I, you get, you can. And they'll say, well, I, I, I got this, you know, beautiful pink reading of a, a clean tissue in my colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, a, it's a misunderstanding because once, once you clear out the, the center of the large intestine, your tissue will be pink, but only for a day. And then the waste, the waste is deeper in the layers and layers and layers of the colon, of, 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 of the, of the colon uh, tissue itself. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, the intestinal tract is so long, it's taller than we are. If you held it up against a, a, next to a human body, it, it's, it's far taller and there's layers and layers and layers within it. So what happens, what's so exciting about colon hydrotherapy is when you release the center, then the, it, that emptiness pulls the deeper waste into the center. So there's going to be another release prepped for whatever, a week later, or whenever you get to having another colon hydrotherapy treatment. And you start to pull, because the body's always trying to clean itself. Basically, all of our organs are filters. And when you think about the gallbladder, the liver, the lungs, it, it's, it, we're, we're constantly trying to filter the world that we're moving through, because the way I like to think about, about it is the body's like the avatar. Mm-hmm. And spirit's trying to work through this, this uh, vehicle, this vessel that it needs to be right. in to be in the world form. Right. And so it's created everything in the torso, everything from the neck to the pelvis is a filter enabling us to be and do and express and experience the world of form. So if all these filters are working overtime, they never get cleaned out. And so by, by, by releasing that which is in the intestine, the filters of the kidneys and the, the, the lungs and the intestine all get to, um, to get back to their, their, um, their activity, but they're overwhelmed. Just because we have a mouth doesn't mean we should talk all the time. I mean, I should take a lesson for myself right now. <laughs> Just because we have a mouth doesn't mean we should eat all the time. 
you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I think way too much. No, this is so, it's such an important concept. What have you seen flip in terms of results? Like I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, should I be doing this on all my, like I have some patients that are very overweight, you know, like 300 pound or so. Like part of me is like, is this the right strategy to begin with first? Or, you know, who would you start on this when, and what have you seen in terms of results for different conditions? Yeah. Well, what I like to do is, is, is create um, a multifaceted kind of um, sphere of it all. Yeah. So food combining, green-centric, vegetable-centric diet, getting all this, this stuff out that we should be eating. And those are the things that, that you know, the word, we're just getting out about that. I mean, right. you know, people are, are getting wise to dairy. They're getting wise to the, the industries because we follow the bottom line. We follow the, the money trail. It always comes back to why these things are pitched to us, why we thought they were healthy, why we were, believe, we were led to believe they were important to the human. So if, if we get back to what is human tissue made of, how do, like protein, for example, the amino acids, why would we go and take in a flesh that needs to be broken down into amino acids? Why not just take the amino acids, which are in the vegetable juice itself and everything like that, mm-hmm. uh, pollen, all these things. So um, to answer your question, though, if, if, um, if a person is taking the steps to food combine properly, to have their vegetable-centric diet, to get rid of all these things, what's going to happen is there's, there, the, body's, the, the body is what Hippocrates used to call it nature's operating table. Mm-hmm. So whenever we give the body relief, typically he, he referred to it in terms of fasting. But we're, whenever we, we give the, the, the digestive system a break, whether it's through food combining, whether it's through basically eating lighter than we were eating before, there's, a, there's this, this discrepancy between the two. And in that space, healing starts to take place because all the body wants to do, it's so intelligent, it just wants to clear out. It just wants to start to heal. So if things are set in place, there will be a huge amount of waste that's drawn up. So it is, in, in, in my personal and professional experience, it's very wise to have the colonics lined up to release it for several reasons. One, because whatever you get out is pure gold to the body. Mm-hmm. And also because if you are awakening things that aren't leaving, then you're basically unnecessarily having symptoms, whether they're headaches, whether they're fatigue. That's why you know, people who push through uh, water fast or juice fast with alkalonics they wind up in bed and they wind up like, you know, feeling weak. You should, when you, when you juice fast properly with colonics, you should feel gangbusters every day. Like mm. you should be knocking it out of the ballpark. You shouldn't be in bed. You shouldn't be feeling weak. You should be feeling amazing. And that's because the poisons are leaving the body. If they're awakening and they're running through the bloodstream, you're going to feel horrible because they're running through the bloodstream. Mm. Um, so having it lined up is, 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 is a huge part of the success, but it's not, it's, it, it needs the support of the other aspects too. Interesting. Fascinating. I haven't been using this a lot and now I'm going to definitely start using it more and thinking about it more. Are there other ways to detox your tissues in general, other than green centric and colon hydrotherapy? Are there other, you know, maybe daily things? I know eating the right foods is a big part of it. What other things would you recommend? And then can, let's now go back and connect this to the mind, to the spirit, to vibration, kind of where we began. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, so first of all, we're living in a world of chaos. It's stressing us out, and it's like yep. way too much. Mm-hmm. So, so getting, first of all, making the time for the bowels to release on their own, even putting the, the, the colon cleansing aside for a moment. Yep. And just as an aside, having a, an enema bag at home 
mm-hmm. is brilliant. They're like whatever, 10 bucks. Cara, C-A-R-A, Cara enema bag is the best enema bag you can find. Um, so just having it at home, it costs virtually nothing to give yourself an enema. But even before that, to be able to, to, to get into a squatting position on the toilet so that you're sitting, but your feet are up higher. So you're, I call it a stool for your stool. Mm-hmm. You put your feet up so they're propped. And then giving yourself the time, giving yourself the self-love and respect to actually be able to close the doors, whatever your children, the, 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 the work, the, all the stuff that goes on, leave it for a minute because you yeah. deserve to be able to move. And also the more, the more you, you send the message to your body that it's time for you to go, even if, even if for the first few days, it's not great, it will, it will become so because you're basically sending your body the message to eliminate. If we don't eliminate properly, I mean, everything else is kind of useless. Right. But there are other things to, to, to answer your question. Infrared saunas are amazing. And drainage is amazing. Um, craniosacral massage is very mm-hmm. valuable as well. There's so, there's so, all these modalities, what's, what's incredible about it is if your colon gets cleaned out, they become that, more, that much more powerful. So anything that one would do in terms of um, body work or whether it's rolfing or even just dance and yoga and exercise, whatever it is you're going to do with your movement throughout the day is going to be that much more effective and that much more beneficial if your colon is clear, but it's that waste matter. The way to think about it, and this is, this is maybe the most motivating thing of all, even though it sounds quite harsh, the, the R word, rot, R-O-T. <laughs> Basically, um, what happens is that this waste that goes, this, this matter that goes into the body, that's dehydrating in the body, the body is 98.6 degrees. That's the Arizona desert. That's really dry. So if, the, if matter goes in and is, is basically baking in the Arizona desert, and anyone who has um, a, a dehydrator knows what happens to food that's in a dehydrator. Right. If the water's cooked out of it, it gets very, very dense. Um, so just by, uh, if, if that matter doesn't leave, you're going to be stuck with it. So giving, making sure, number one, that you're having a diet that's mostly water-containing organic plant food, number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So that what goes in doesn't stick. What goes in is, is designed to leave. Also, that we're not overeating. Mm-hmm. Most, I mean, th- this, this three meals a day, two snacks, a couple of, 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 of drinks, it's too much, um, too much consumption. Yeah. It's like, it's the Walmart mentality around food. Again, we have, we have a mouth, we have a digestive system not to eat all day long. Um, but who does it serve for us to eat all day long? It serves the factions who are making the stuff, who are, who are you know, benefiting from us consuming these things. Right. So don't be afraid to, it's called systematic undereating. And it's not undereating in the sense that you're not, that you're being undernourished or malnourished. It's undereating by comparison to what you may have been raised to believe is a normal amount of intake. It's too much food. It's yeah. too much matter. And then that also um, correlates to, you know, the two, two things that we're most um, taught to do in, in health, um, to drink eight glasses of water a day and to eat a lot of fiber. Well, we're only, we only need to eat a lot of fiber because the, the mainstream diet is devoid of fiber. So, right. you know, it, it's meat and dairy and starch. It doesn't have any fiber. So if we make our meals, you know, largely vegetable-based, then we're getting the fiber we need. We don't have to add fiber to that at all. It's enough already. And then the water content is in the food. The, the, the great saying, to eat your water and drink your food. Oh, I so love we, that. I love that. Cool? Eat your water yes. and drink your food. I'll have to remember that one. 
So you, you eat your water by eating your raw salads and you yeah. drink your food by having your green juices or your vegetable juices because that's where the dense nutritional content is. And not to confuse vegetable juice with blended drinks because right. people think smoothies and, and vegetable juice are the same thing, but they're not. So, yeah, so there, there are a lot of, uh, there's so, if people just put a couple of things in place and then grow on that, they will, uh, the beauty of it is that you get that much better all the time, you know? So you'll, you'll feel exponentially better just by making a few changes. And then when you're ready, you make more changes. I love it. I think that's such great practical advice to bring this concept in a little bit. And then what happens spiritually and holistically when all of this happens? Connect yeah. that because okay. I, 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 I love that. Okay. don't want to leave the audience without understanding that. So, so the, the way I'd like to, to remind everybody that we're a field. So everything is an interconnected whole. We're not separate. Like, you and I are part of the same field, even though we're individuated consciousness. Mm-hmm. And once we clear the space, once we clear that which is obstructed, the life force, the chi, the, the prana, the, it will conduct through these invisible strands and strings that run through our bodies and that run through the, all of the cosmos. And we start to be able to, um, to, to pull in the, the, the intelligence, the, um, you can call it the incorruptible substance. Mm-hmm. It's a way to get it deeply spiritual that this the, the creative force it wants to flow through us we're made for it to flow through us except that we block it with all this these cultural misnomers and so once we remove those obstruct the, the obstruction there with those blockages it just flows through us and um it's not a blind faith if if one if one puts these things to task they will experience it and we'll be able to corroborate everything I'm saying. Um, but just, just to, to, to remove the obstruction, know that the, the life force will flow through those threads that have been previously obstructed such that you will feel energy that will remind you, you'll think, oh my God, I used to feel this. When I was like six years old, I remember this. And you know you're on the right track when that happens. Amazing. And then one more thing um, before we leave you today, you mentioned like our organs are weaker or weakening generation to generation. Why do you think that is? I think that's a part of what I'm seeing in children and a part of what I'm seeing across the board. I, I use the language epigenetic changes and genetic shifts and all this other lingo. What do you think is the reason for each generation weakening up a little bit? And what, what should we do? What do we do about, I'm like, I don't have grandchildren, but someday I hope to. Like, what do we do to protect them and their children, you know? Wow. Now you're opening Pandora's box. Okay. (laughs) 10,000 years ago, with the advent of the agricultural revolution, we moved from being wild to basically domesticating everything. We domesticated the land, we domesticated our animals, we domesticated ourselves, which is suppression. Anytime we try to control nature, we suppress. And in doing that, we wind up in this kind of control um, environment. And we, um, what happens is we cause that which is highly intelligent to be dumbed down. Mm. So over the generations, we've been dumbing this. All, we've been, been, what, okay, let me put it to you this way. Um, 10,000 years ago, with this, this advent of the agricultural revolution, the soil, the, 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 the humus as opposed mm-hmm. to hummus, right? The humus, mm-hmm. which is a topsoil, was more than two feet deep. That was pure um, living microbial, um, the, the super arable land, okay? That's the humus. Now, today's world, it's less than two centimeters deep. Wow. So basically, our intestines mirror that, by the way, which is really interesting to consider. So 
we also, and this is, this is factual, 200 species of life are eradicated every day by our way of living. So when we think about that, that that's uh, microbial, insects, animals, everything, okay? Every day, 200 species a day are eradicated by the way we live. That means that's intelligence. So we're being, our, our, our whole world is being dumbed down all the time, which means that's degeneration. So if we have a dumbed down um, sort of um, sphere of life, progenerating and you know, uh, having this offspring, then the offspring are gonna come in with less intelligence. And I mean that physiologically, mentally, spiritually, all these levels. For example, um, we should be, we should have like antenna coming out from all sides of us, um, picking up on all this stuff. The, the American Indians didn't cut their hair. A lot of cultures didn't cut their hair because they believed that the hair was able to pick up on all um, on information. So mm-hmm. we, we should be totally connected. We should all be, I mean, the word channeling is kind of a, a, a funny term for a lot of people, but we should all be so connected to source creative primal power energy god whatever you want to call it um the the source of all that that we would be able to um be embodying that intelligence mm. so what happens and, and you can see this in fruit you can see it in plant life you can see it in everything yeah. every generation gets dumbed down so the the for example um bananas when i was a kid i was born in 1975 bananas you'd open the banana and be full of seeds Today's bananas don't have seeds. I mean, maybe now and then. Um, every even even the quality of citrus fruit, you'll see that um, it, the, the 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 tissue. Again, going back to tissue quality, the tissue of it is 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 different. It's rougher. It's not um, so so every. It, also, all all the degeneration is is more um, inclined to fungus. So what we have is a term called entropy. Entropy is when order degenerates to chaos. Mm-hmm. What we want to do is we want to turn chaos around and bring it to higher states of order. That's syntropy or neg entropy, and I call that angelic work when we bring things back to the higher state of order, and and that's what we can be doing actually in our physiology, in our in our emotionally, mentally, physically, energetically, spiritually, in every way. It's not about diet is not a means to an end. Uh, sorry, di- diet is not a, a, it's not an end to itself. It's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. It's get, we have to get the diet right in order to reconnect spiritually. It's the means for that. And, and what happens is the, the whole dietetic conversation becomes too much a focal point when really we need to get it right and get beyond it because it shouldn't, we shouldn't be stuck trying to talk about you know, dietetics and everything. We should, right. we, should, we should solve that so that we can become truly human again. Well, Deeply and, spiritual. And we're able to following some of these things. You think there's hope for the future and hope for future generations if we can all get on the right path? Absolutely. I think it's a kind of um, redemption. We need to overcome our addictions. We need to get, get right with these things and not buy into the, the cultural dictates, which have their own, um, the, the, their own agendas, yeah. their absolute agendas, and, 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 and see through them and not be so easily misguided and, and so beguiled into believing these things. And, and look, it's, it's harder than ever to stand up for what's right. Because everything we're shown, all the social media, all the, the inundation, the, bar- the barrage of, of entertainment, all this stuff. But if we can see it as, I mean, lies is a strong word, but maybe we need to use words like lies and rot and start to really get a grip with this because we want to be free. We don't want to be slaves. We want to be sovereign humans. And in order to do that, we have to overcome our addictions because if we're addicted to something, we're not actually sovereign. We're a slave to that addiction. 
and sugar. And so, I mean, they, 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 it's, a, it's a fact that sugar is actually many, many times more addictive than even cocaine. Mm-hmm. So, so once we start to look at these things and think, well, why are we sold all this sugar so early on? And then, and then what happens is we can become so addicted to it that we, we have candida and uh, the prolifer- pr- proliferation of pathogens in the body and the pathogens will not be able to sustain their own lives unless they're able to consume these things. So they drive us to eat for them to stay alive. It's not in our best interest, it's in their best interest. Right. Fascinating stuff. Oh my so much. Oh my goodness. I hope you guys all watching have learned as much as I've learned today. I think this is brilliant. I do agree. It's the future. There's so many great thinkers and doers putting all these pieces together. So pay attention to the state of your tissue and think about detoxing and understand how that's really connected to what your purpose and your path may be in life. Thank you so much, Natalia, for joining us today. This has been amazing. If anyone wants to get in touch with you, you're in South Africa, but thanks to all our Wi-Fi and EMFs and social media, we can still find you. How do we stay connected to you? Thank you. Um, detox the world, but you can just email me at, um, at Natalia at detoxtheworld.com. Um, happy to hear from anyone. I do come to the States very often. I come to, come to California several times a year. And, and it's such a joy. Thank you so much for taking this big download. <laughs> I loved it. This is my language. I loved it. And for the rest of you, thank you very much for joining this episode of the Dr. Taz Show. If you don't know already, the Dr. Taz Show is on Spotify. So take a moment to rate and review it and share it with your friends. And if you want to connect with me, then connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. It's Dr. Taz MD. I will see you all next time. Thank you.